Good morning. This is the Critical Mass Business Talk Show. I am your host, Rick Franci, and we have a twofer today for you. We have Ed Horton, who is the managing partner for the Sales Performance Group. Excited to have him back on the show. And Steve Verber, who's the president of Dale Carnegie of Orange County. Gentlemen, welcome you both to the Business Talk Show. Thanks, Thanks Rick. Rick. Thanks for having us. Oh, I'm excited to have you both here. I know there's a big announcement that happened earlier this week, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But before we go there, Ed, maybe I can start with you. Um, as the managing partner, can you tell us a little bit about the Sales Performance Group? Absolutely, and thanks again for having us. You know, after 27 years uh, of a, being executive vice president and a business owner, uh, I started my consulting practice at the urging of a few clients. So on a fractional basis, we go in and support small to medium-sized businesses, um, let's say between 3 million and 75 million that are having um, revenue issues. You know, COVID has had a big impact. So we go in and do our discovery. We implement infrastructure strategy. We apply metrics, execution, leadership, accountability, and we help these business owners get back on track uh, as it pertains to uh, their revenue. And so that is the sales performance group. Quite focused on uh, growing the top line and putting processes and systems into place, it sounds like, Ed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, many of those 3 to $75 million companies are avid followers of the business talk show. So you're hopefully speaking to some of the people who are your clients or maybe could be your clients in the future. Absolutely. Let's, let's turn our attention to the other guy that's here today, and that's Steve. Steve, you're president of Dale Carnegie of Orange County, a brand and a, a name I've recognized. It was the Dale Carnegie was the first sales training course I took when I graduated from college and decided to make you know my profession around selling and business development. So I know the name, but tell me about what all that Dale Carnegie of Orange County does for your clients. Sure, sure. Yeah, Dale Carnegie's been around a little bit. We've been around for 109 years. We're more focused on the soft skill side. So when you talk about uh, sales, communication, uh, team building, leadership, presentation, it's more on the people side of the business, you know, taking advantage of the How to Win Friends and Influence People book and all the principles within that book, the 30 principles, those are still the foundation today of how we interact with others. And during, you know, the quote unquote, great resignation that's out there right now, when so many people are leaving their jobs, it's the, the people skills side of it that the businesses in Orange County that are really struggling with. And that's, that's where we're making a difference. You know, I have to wonder, guys, um, this concept of soft skills, Mm -hmm. feels like such a dated, no disrespect, Steve, a dated term in the sense that they are actually the foundational skills that yep. leaders need to have. They're not arbitrary and nice to have. And from my experience working with CEOs and business owners and leading organizations, those soft skills, as I said before, are foundational to a healthy culture. Do you guys agree? Yeah. So the old command and control style of management is gone. Um, people leave their jobs sooner than, you know, <laughs> than before. Before people would stay with an organization for 20, 30, 40 years and retire with them. Nowadays, if a leader doesn't have those skills that you 
as you say, they're critical um, to actually motivate and engage their people, then they'll leave and go find somewhere that does. So you've got to combine it with the processes that that Ed gives, right? And then the the soft skills, as I say, um, which are critical skills, so that you can create a culture that that will actually retain and motivate employees. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll move on here in a minute, ladies and gentlemen, but I so enjoy um, the work that Dale Carnegie did and the fact that it resonates today as well as it did in his time. These, these um, thought leaders who are who last generations really have some have hit something that is resonant and that works whether it worked then and it works today. So I'm really glad you're keeping those how to win friends and influence people concepts forefront for the next generation of leaders as well. Excellent. Okay, so the exciting the reason why these two guys are here is that there was an exciting announcement that happened on Monday of this week. And for those of you that are listening to us live, you know it's Thursday. And if you're listening to us as a podcast, well, it was a Thursday that we did the show when we did it live here on LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook. But uh, I was really curious because I know both of your brands and I, I, I wanted to bring you on the show to sort of explain what does this partnership that you announced earlier this week mean for the clients that you do business with and for the Orange County business community in general? You know, I'll uh, I'll start. And uh, we were talking uh, before the show a little bit about this. And uh, coming out of COVID, there's been so many changes uh, specifically to the small to medium sized businesses and specifically in Orange County. You know, I go into organizations that lost a sales leader, lost some of their sales force. Um, they hired some salespeople that don't have uh, the skills, the proper skills, closing skills, presentation skills, listening skills. And so, again, as we talked about, I go in uh, on a discovery basis and, and do the infrastructure and lay out the metrics. And so many times, uh, when our company, my company, goes in uh, to manage a sales organization, I've got people that I think that are keepers, but they need some training. And that, that's where this partnership came together. Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't do uh, sales rep, customer service, uh, business development. We don't do that training. And that's where this partnership comes together. Consequently, Steve, and I'll let him speak to this, their their sales force goes into organizations that are looking for fractional sales support fractional vp of sales and i'll let steve speak to that but the marriage or the partnership that's coming together now really really fits he has the skill set and the people to support what i need and and vice versa yeah we've we've gone into a number of businesses where they want to get sales uh, moving again. They want to get back to where they were pre-COVID and further. Um, but to, to Ed's point, they lost a sales leader or they need some kind of management infrastructure change in order to make that happen because the way you manage a sales team today is not the same way you managed a sales team two years ago pre-COVID. There's a lot of different nuances that need to be considered. There's there's structures that need to be in place. And that's where our team would recommend 
um, Ed's group and say, hey, um, it looks like you need some management help here because we can train your employees, but if they're managed the same way they've been managed for the last year and a half, it's not going to do a lot of good. We need to have both sides come together so we can give you a more comprehensive solution. So, so I see how the two can uh, dovetail very nicely for a holistic approach yep. in, in an aspect, uh, looking at more than just one element of it. Whose idea was this? Did it, who, who, who made the first phone call? Or how did this thing start, guys? <laughs> you know, um, Steve and Jerry are the owners of Dale Carnegie of Orange County. Yeah. Uh, Jerry is the uh, CEO, and she and I uh, work together in a nonprofit for special needs kids here in Orange County. And I met Jerry about three or four years ago. And so over that period of time, we got to know one another, uh, have had some strategy meetings and conversation. We brought Steve in and uh, actually talked about it and uh, put some ideas together. And after about six months, uh, it made sense. We put the framework together for the partnership. And uh, as you uh, mentioned, Rick, we launched uh, on Monday, Monday, Tuesday. So you're you're speaking of Jerry Sorkovnik, and she was a guest on Critical Mass uh, a couple of years ago. So she was on uh, talking about the fine work that you, you guys are doing on an earlier version. So if you're loyal listeners and you want to look up that interview, you can you can find Jerry's interview with me from uh, from the past. So that's great. Uh, interesting how the unintended consequence of doing good work for the community, Ed, you know, in the nonprofits leads to a business opportunity. And I love when that happens. And that just speaks to how, um, from an entrepreneur's perspective, it isn't always just business, right? It's our whole life. You know, I've spent a large part of my career in the corporate world, and that took a lot of focus and energy. What I've realized since 2007, since I've been building these peer groups as an entrepreneur here in Orange County, is being an entrepreneur is a much more holistic experience than kind of working for a paycheck, isn't it, guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. So so let's turn our attention to what's changed. And I want to start with you, Ed, about fractional sales leadership. You know, from, from what you're seeing your clients needing of you, can you help our audience to understand what's different now in leading sales organizations? I think we're in a post-COVID or a soon-to-be post-COVID world, uh, returning to maybe being more, you know, in front of customers and doing things, but what's changed post-COVID? You know, a great question, and, and I would answer it this way. There have been fractional CFOs for years, fractional chief marketing officers for years. And so this fractional VP of sales, fractional sales, however you want to present it, um, is now starting to uh, really, really um, come into focus for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, I, I license technology from an organization called Sales Acceleration. Mm. So there are uh, uh, there's a national, soon to be worldwide organization of fractional salespeople all over the all over the world. And so what what we do and what has happened while why this is um, starting to accelerate, um, you have organizations, and again, our focus is small to medium businesses. You have organizations that had to let people go during COVID because the revenue stream wasn't there. 
you had people that lost their sales leaders because they went and found another job or something. So there's a lot of businesses, uh, even though I have clients all over the United States, my focus is Orange County, and there's a lot of businesses hurting right now. And so they might not be able to afford a full-time vice president of sales. So that's where we come in on a fractional part-time basis. Again, do our discovery, look at the metrics, leadership, get the foundation scheduled. And a lot of times, not a lot of times, all the time, our goal is to work ourselves out of a job. So we'll go in and help them. We roll up our sleeves. We do it. We don't tell our clients what to do. We go in and get it done right alongside them. And a lot of times the owner, the business owner was running the sales force or they lost the sales leader or the business owner doesn't want to do it anymore and wants someone to come in and help them. So it is really, really starting to accelerate. And as that happened, and as we went in and became the sales leader, I now have to lean on Steve to help me with sales training, uh, prospecting, uh, presentation, presentation skills, probing skills, closing skills of business development people. And that's where Dale Carnegie, Dale Carnegie comes in. Okay. So that's a perfect pivot to you. And same question. What, what are the, what's popular now? And what has COVID caused these clients to realize they need more focus and training in their workforce around leadership and the other things that were just mentioned, Steve? Sure. I mean, the, the obvious thing is you can't manage a team virtually the same way you did face to face. Mm -hmm. So um, some of the big things that we had to roll out over the last year and a half were um, a new a virtual sales program. How do you sell virtually if you can't meet in person with your prospects anymore? From a sales leadership standpoint, how do we run virtual meetings that are effective? Because you know everybody has Zoom fatigue. So how do I keep people engaged? How do I motivate the team? How do I hold them accountable in a virtual world if um, you know I can't see them? I can't see what they're doing. So. A lot of the virtual programs that we have today have been enhanced or developed. We've been doing virtual training for 10 years, but it accelerated on the client side over the last year and a half. People who, who clients that we worked with for maybe two years that kept talking about doing virtual training, now all of a sudden we're forced to do virtual training. So that's where we're seeing the big change is people no longer can wait. They have to do things virtually. It's interesting as you were answering that, Steve, and earlier when Ed was talking, you know, the thought went through my mind, having started my career in sales uh, as a salesperson selling office products, I can remember when the district manager would come by my desk around 9.15 or 10 o'clock in the morning and say, what are you doing here? There are no right. clients, prospects in this building. And, 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 and many organizations, the sales organization pre-COVID was the group of people you didn't want to see in the office. And right. so, so some of these tools and trainings that you're now doing are even more appropriate because many times they did work from home or did work remotely or didn't spend great deals of time in the office. So I'm, I'm wondering, do you, is that your sensibility as well and experience? 
Yeah. Yeah. The, the people who've been in sales for a while, like you and, and myself uh, and Ed, you know, we had a way of doing it. We could, we could knock on a door, we could have a conversation, we could have that meeting right there on the spot. Now you can't go and knock on a business store without getting somebody, you know, in a mask coming up and saying, we don't let people in. Right. So you have to have other avenues and other ways to connect with prospects. And that's where, yeah, that virtual sales uh, process would come into place. Well, this is great. So we're talking with Ed Horton Jr., the Sales Performance Group, and Steve Verberg, who is president of Dale, uh, Dale Carnegie of Orange County. And so you both are helping middle market companies and you're running small middle market companies. So you, you got to, you know, you're both. Uh, so I'm wondering, as leaders of your organizations, where do each of you go to get outside perspective on how to improve the business and keep the growth and lead your teams? Can one of you share where you go for outside perspectives? Sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, years and years of experience. And so learning what not to do, uh, failing multiple times and learning from all of those experiences. You know, as I indicated in the in the beginning, I spent a lot of time on planes flying all over the place, meeting with vice presidents and regional managers who had all of the salespeople on the ground, so on and so forth. And you just you learn and you have to um, be able to uh, store that away so that when a situation comes up that you've been down this road before, you know how to react. And, and that's why my business, to me, um, really comes natural. Mm. Uh, Rick, I, it, it's kind of funny, the story you were telling about sitting there and the district manager comes by, there's no prospects in here. I mean, it, it, it just resonates. And then to Steve's point, you know, and that's why when, when I go in and take over a sales force, they have to learn how to virtually sell. And Dale Carnegie has classes that can help them with that, right? Because it's a totally different ballgame. But I would just say to working for two large publicly traded companies and then having three businesses of my own, you learn a lot. And if you don't, um, you're going to go bye-bye. So uh, I'm now taking what I've learned over that 27 years and try to apply it to small and medium-sized businesses here in Orange County to see if I can help. Yeah, and the and the nice thing about being with an organization like Dale Carnegie is, I can go out and talk to my customers in Orange County. I can get feedback from those customers. I can hear trends, but then I can get the global perspective as well because we are in ninety countries. So I get the global perspective of okay, here's what's happening in, in Europe. Here's what's happening in Asia. Here's what's happening on the East Coast, the West Coast, in Canada and Mexico. Um, so I'm getting that global perspective all the time. And then, of course, I'm an avid reader. So reading articles from Forbes and Entrepreneur and the OC Business Journal uh, helps to, to reinforce what I'm hearing from the marketplace. And then, of course, I'm a blogger. So I'm putting all that together in blogs and throwing it out on our local site so yeah it's it's a, a constant uh continual growth 
and going out and find out what's happening in the world, the business world today, so that we can continue to adapt and stay relevant to our clients. And that's a key point, staying relevant, because uh, I, I feel like business has always been a fast paced game. Yep. You, you couldn't rest very long on what worked in the past, but it does seem having the base of experience that I have that it only continues to move more quickly, partly underpinned by technology that makes knowledge sharing so much easier now. You know, you're blogging, Steve. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best ways to stay current is to have to teach somebody else something because yes. you always have to stay <laughs> aware of what's the latest. And so I admire people who use a content marketing strategy, blogs, this business talk show, other ways, webinars, Zooms, because that forces you to make sure you're teaching and knowing and talking about what are the latest trends. So let's come back to this announcement that happened earlier this week. Uh, you know, as you look at your organizations and you're now here together sharing a common vision, what, do, do you see this relationship impacting how you see your organizations moving forward? Is there is there a, are you starting to see, I know it's just brand new and it's great to have you here first to talk about it, but you know, my, my curiosity is as leaders of your organizations, how, how do you see this informing maybe the future for each of your organizations? You know, I, I would say time will tell uh, to, to us and strategizing. It makes a whole lot of sense when you have two organizations that do have different skill sets that can come together and support local business in, 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 a, in a more robust uh, way, uh, it makes a lot of sense to us. Um, I have clients that are asking for Steve's services. Steve has clients that are asking for my services. So it made a lot of sense and we decided to pull it together. I wanna mention one more thing about Dale Carnegie. I know when I talk to my uh, business owners about putting some of their salespeople through some of their training. The fact that that they the, the number of certifications and that they actually can give to uh, these clients and whatnot really helps that scenario. I'll let Steve talk to that, but the certifications uh, that Dale Carnegie has really helps move this whole thing forward. Yeah, thanks, Ed. Yeah, and, and from my my standpoint too. To Rick's uh, prior comment about being more holistic approach, we pre-pandemic had clients asking if we could come in and run their sales team for them. And we would have to say, you know, that's out of our wheelhouse. We don't do it. Now we have that resource in Ed where we can, in Ed's group, we can bring in and we can say, we don't do that in-house, but we do have a partner that can take that on for you that we, we can recommend. So I see it as, as a, a better approach to servicing the customers. From Ed's standpoint, yes, we, we are uh, ACE and ASSET certified, which means we can actually give college credits for our, mm -hmm. our programs for people that want to use their tuition assistance policies within their organizations. We have industry certification so they can get their continued education units, whether they're in architects or accountants or whatever industry they might be in. That's another benefit about being a global organization is we have a team sitting in St. Louis that that's what they do. They get our programs 
certified so that we can offer these types of uh, benefits. That's huge. Um, th th that's a thank you for touching on that point because I think that's resonant with me and I think with others because there's sort of this need to keep recertifying and keeping people current. It goes back to what we talked about the challenge for you guys being current in the latest technologies to help and knowledge, etc. So, um, if someone would like to understand the relationship better, maybe connect with you both directly. I'm going to start with you, Ed. How, how do they find out more about the Sales Performance Group and Ed Horton Jr. in particular? Yeah, I am uh, very, very heavy on LinkedIn. Uh, you could always go to Ed Horton at Sales Acceleration with an X, acceleration.com. And uh, that's my email address. But I'm on uh, LinkedIn very, very often. Uh, and that's the best place to, to connect or email. Great. Steve, what about you? Yeah, so on LinkedIn, uh, where I post my blogs is Dale Carnegie of Orange County. So if they want to connect with uh, with us from a business perspective on Dale Carnegie of Orange County, they'll see those blogs. And we also offer a monthly free webinar for continued uh, education. If they want to connect with me personally, then it would just be uh, Steve Verberg on LinkedIn. And uh, I would say that most people that I connect with uh, are in the Orange County area, but I do have quite a few people outside that area. We're big fans here at the business talk show of LinkedIn. That's part of the reason why we're using LinkedIn Live to stream our live cast. We're also up on YouTube and Facebook, but our platform, primary platform is LinkedIn. If I were to give any advice to any business owner uh, or executive uh, listening to the show, if you're going to use social media, foundationally LinkedIn, if you're selling B2B is the platform to start with. You can use others, but you don't want to neglect LinkedIn if you can help it. You know, gentlemen, this has been a kick in the pants. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I, I know both of your organizations and was uh, kind of honored to be one of the first people that you wanted to bring this message of your partnership to get it out to the community. So that that was nice. And so I, I thank you for giving the time to prepare the for the interview and the time you've given of our audience today. It's, it's really has been enjoyable for me. Thanks, Rick. Thank you, Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. And this, this, you're welcome. This edition of the business talk show is proudly supported by Gottlieb, Rackman, Reisman, PC. We call them GRR, GRR, you know, and they provide legal advice and guidance on all aspects of patent, trademark, copyright, and unfair competition law. If you'd like to learn more about this fantastic organization, check them out at grr.com. And so audience would love to thank you for staying with us here on the live session. Maybe you've listened to us as a podcast and that's great. We do shows regularly here. And until the next time we have a chance to talk, I hope that all of your business decisions will move your companies in a positive direction. Thank you.